What is up, guys? Welcome to the third episode of the Reflection Podcast. I'm so excited, super expectant for all that God is going to do in this next episode. Again, my name is Logan. I'm your host. And be expecting, grab a journal, grab um, grab a pen, and just be ready to dive into God's Word. Here we go! Hey family, it's me, it's Logan. I'm excited to give you this message today. I actually, funny story, so a few weeks ago, my e-group and I, we went on a retreat, and the e-group is basically the small groups of our church, but I would, we maybe don't have a small group, but it's amazing. It's so, um, it's one of the biggest honors of my life just to get to see so many different women just be amazing. Like, I have an amazing group of women in my life, and so we went on this retreat, and I was going to give a little teaching and the entire week, have you ever had like a, I guess like a writer's block or something like that? And I've had like a little teaching block in a while. Like normally the Lord just consistently provides and he always does. And so quiet time that week, I was bouncing around with one of my friends. I was like, I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't really know what to speak on. I feel like I do, but I don't exactly know where to speak from. But I kind of knew this topic of like, you can't know who you are if you don't first know and believe who God says he is right and it's from this I, we gotta stop this narrative that you struggle with identity only of only your teens you struggle with identity all of your life because we're in this consistent change like we as human beings we grow and we're in these different seasons of like all right well now you're 40 all right well now you're 50 all right now you're 65 and you get, get medicaid or medicare or whatever it is and it's like we're in this constant season and so I feel like we always struggle with identity, but if we know who our God is, then that can remain a constant factor that we could build our life on. And when we know who God is and we believe in who He is, then we will believe and accept who He says we are. And so when those insecurities pop in your head of like, I'm not good enough, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And so if you have your Bible, turn with me to Psalms 103. Beautiful Psalm. So I'm going to read all the way through, and then we're going to break this scripture down line by line, okay? So here we go. Psalm 103. You can pause it if you need more time to get there. So it says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all of your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our inequities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far that he has removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. 
with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants, who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. What a beautiful psalm. What a beautiful psalm. Man, what was so crazy. So that Sunday or that Saturday when I was going over in my quiet time, what to say. I had, this might sound really shallow, but I, uh, anytime I post on social media, I like to use scripture because I want people to be like, oh, what is that? You know what I mean? And honestly, I just really love this verse because it just reminded me of that day that like, no, 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 like the Lord is compassionate and gracious. He's slow to anger. He's not up there waiting just to smack us, you know, like he's like, come on, girl. And I, uh, I just use this. Uh, Psalm 103, 8, and then whenever the Lord brought me back to it, and I read the whole verse, I was like, wow, okay, God, like, okay, Jesus, I see what you're doing, like, okay, okay, and I realized that, like, the Lord was really trying to teach me something through bringing me back to the scripture, and you could read the scripture and just fall more and more in love with Jesus, I mean, it literally goes through and talks about what he does, and then it goes to talk about who he is, and I think this is the perfect scripture to meditate on, to sit on, to really take quiet time in, to understand who God is and the characteristics of God. I mean, he is a good father. And so what I want us to do, I'm going to break it down. And if you're following along in scripture, you'll notice these, but I'm just going to list off some of the things that I want us to talk about. And the first one, I want you to write down if you have this, write down he forgives. And if you want scripture to back that up, it says in Psalm 103, 3, who forgives all your sins. And then write down, he heals. Because it says, and he heals all your diseases. Wow. It says, who redeems your life. He redeems you. He crowns you with love and compassion. He satisfies your desires with good things with good things and let me tell you if it's from God it's good because things in this of this world can be good but not be healthy and can be good but be sin but when it's from God it there's purity it's pure God wouldn't give you something if it went against his word you know what I'm saying like if you get something and you can't take it back and match it up with scripture then it, it probably doesn't really fit because this is his word. So those are all the things who God is. He heals, he calls, he redeems, he saves, he crowns you, he satisfies your desires with good thing. He renews you. This, All of these can be found in scripture. And then I want you to put like a little asterisk by it and I want you to put what he does, okay? And then right below it, give yourself some space, but I want you to write, he is righteous, he is justice. He is compassionate. He is gracious. He is slow to anger. And he abounds in love. And I think it's so important for us to understand who he is because then we will understand why his correction. We'll understand that he's a just. And we'll understand that he's a father. 
will understand that he's a good father, that he's a loving God, that God stepped out of uh, stepped out of the throne room down to heaven or down to earth, excuse me, and touched dirt so that divinity could create you. You are divinely designed human being. There's only one of you. And I know we talked about this before, but I love talking about that because God created you. God. Same God who is everywhere in this Bible created you. And another thing that I really think the Lord has just been like revealing to me over the last couple of weeks, to be honest, is like, God is a father, but he also has maternal instincts. And I think that just different things, like if you don't, if you never had a parent or or if you did have a parent and there was some things that are lacking, let God fill those spots. Let God fill those spaces. Let God fill those cracks. Let him heal you. And what I mean by that is just like the things you don't get, for, you didn't get from your parents, God is right there for Most of the time, like, gracious and compassionate. There's, and, like, very slow to anger. Like, that's very, like, just, like, very soft and warm and very fatherly, but also very motherly. Like, both of those things. He has very maternal instincts and paternal because he's God. And he loves you so very much. And so, these are three keys that I have developed. Like, these are three kind of points that I've developed to really just help you be secured and like walk securely in who God called you to be. And that's what we're talking about, right? Like we're talking about like, okay, well, it's like, how do I get there? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how, how the Lord, what the Lord has revealed to me and like what I have really just walked with and processed and understood and grasped so that I can walk and know that the Lord has called me to be in these spaces, that the Lord is refining me and designing me and equipping me. And so the first key is believe in who God says he is. Believe in who God says he is. Our God is a good God. He is a compassionate God. He is worthy. So very worthy. So, so, so very worthy. I want you to know that. I want you to know that the God of the universe is right here. He's who he says he is. His word, he's never going to change. He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We talk about building on the rock, right? Like we talk about like, oh yeah, like you can build on the rock. Like it doesn't change. Like because he's God. Build on him. Right? And I want you to know this. God will never leave you or forsake you. God will never leave you or forsake you. He goes with you everywhere. God goes before you. He goes with you. And he's right here. God is someone that you can, it says, you know what else it says to do? Cast your anxieties on him. He can handle it. There's this exchange that God wants you to take. It's like God wants you to take whatever you've walked through, whatever you've been through, and give it to him. Live a life with open hands. You know why? 
because when you live your life open-handed and you you cast everything it's not just anxiety cast blank whatever your blank is whatever you fill in the blank but whatever it is you cast it on god and there's an exchange that's why he says my my burden is light my yoke is light and he's like hey like this is how i picture god and obviously like i don't it's not in scripture but this is how i picture the lord talking to me whenever i'm thinking of things i just feel like he's like baby girl like you're my girl let me carry that that's not for you to hold by yourself i'm right here i'm right here i'm never going to leave you i'm never going to forsake you your problems are not too big for me i'm god i knew you were going to walk into this before you even thought of it i see you on the other end too i know what you learn from this i know what you get out of this pain i know what you get out of this heartbreak and I want you to know that. I want you to trust that if God brought it to you, he's going to bring you through it. I want you to know that. So the next point is believe in how he sees you. You are covered. You know that? You are covered. And when I think of something that's covered, you know, like whenever you put on a poncho or whenever you put on a rain jacket, I love this rain jacket. This one rain jacket I wear, I love it a lot. And I know that it protects my clothes. But one time, I wore this other rain jacket that I thought was a rain jacket. And it wasn't a rain jacket. And my clothes are soaking wet. But when I wear this one rain jacket that specifically says it's a rain jacket, my clothes never get wet because that's what it's made for. Hmm, that's what it's made for. That is what it's made for. And so, I just want you to know, like, God's covering, when you when you catch that and you wrap up in who he says you are, nothing can penetrate it. Because you know, you know who you are. So, someone can't sweet talk, through, sweet talk their way into your life because you've already been told you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You've already been told that you're beautiful. You've already been told that you are clothed with strength and dignity. That you are wise. That you're blessed. You know what I'm saying? That you're worth far more than rubies. That's what I want you to know. So, like, cover yourself with that. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God saw you and he says, this is good. This is good. Be blessed. And I want you to know that. So, now that we've talked about that, there's one more verse I want to give you. So, the verses that I've been talking about or talk, speaking from, that's Deuteronomy 31.6. Proverbs 31. We love the Proverbs 31 woman, right? And then this last one I really want to give you is in Psalms, and I kind of find it, but it's really beautiful, and I really, really like it, and it is, well, I'm having a little bit of difficulty finding it, but I'll talk about it on the next time if I see it, but straight up, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And 
believe it because right we can we can hear these things and we can see these things we could be like oh I'm fearfully wonderfully made or like I'm, we can just throw that around it's like no like that's a statement from God that doesn't change based on your social status based on your how much money you have in the bank based on if you have a husband or a wife based on if you are like whatever it is like it doesn't change like you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are covered and I want you to live like that live like that live like that the next one is allow God to be on the throne of your life allow God to be on the throne of your life and what that means is let him rule it believe that he loves you enough and that he created you and he came from the throne to create you and that you have your own calling that he set you apart, that he knows what's good for you. Submit to him. Submit to God. Because I can tell you, walking securely with God means that you're surrendering everything. And so I got a question for you. What what piece of your heart are you not surrendering to God? I want you to know that. Believe that with God all things are possible because that's right. All things are possible. His characteristics like God is God. He is I am. He's Alpha and Omega. He's everything in between. He is literally end all be all. He's the period of a sentence. Like what he says goes. No question. The winds and the waves obey his voice. Like that's how, that's how big our God is. He created it. Creation obeys him. All of creation. We're the only type of creation that like really second guesses it. And it's like how much easier would our life would be if we would just lean in and believe in what he says. Let me tell you what true obedience is. True obedience is recognizing the authority and the power you were under and submitting to it. Obedience and surrender go hand in hand. You cannot surrender without being obedient and you cannot be obedient without surrendering. Because God calls us to live a life full of open hands and an open heart. Because my hands can be open but my heart can be closed. And God's like, I want it. I want in there. I want in there. I want in there. Let me get in there. Let me let me be with you. So some of the questions I have for you guys are, what characteristics of God do you need to grasp today? What characteristics of God do you need to embody? And what's the hardest to believe? Because I could tell you, for me, it's just love. Like, I struggle with believing that God loves me. I struggle with believing that God loves me because I just, I've, I've never been loved like that. Like we, we don't fathom that type of love because love, like a human form of love, it, it ends somewhere. But with God, it's forever. It is forever. From everlasting to everlasting. I don't even know how far that is or how long that is. 
But when it says, like, from as far as uh, the east is from the west, in the scripture, when it says, so as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. The east and the west. When I think of that, I think of, like, the, like, northwest, southeast, northwest, um, northwest, southeast, you know? Like, the never eat sour worms. I always think about that, and I'm like, I'm like, man, like, this is like the hemisphere, right? It doesn't end. It goes on. So, like, God, he, he takes that. He takes that. He moves it away. Like, God isn't up there being like, well, let me keep track of this. He's like, no, like, I forgive you. I forgive you when you ask for forgiveness. But don't be stuck in it. And you know what? I want to think of someone that you really love. I want you to think of someone who you really love. Like someone that you just like. I always think of this a lot of like a motherly love. Or like a a, a, son, a father that loves their son. But like I don't have any kids. So I think about just like how much I love certain people. Or like I love my friends and my family really hard. I really do. I love them. And uh, I think about that. And I'm like man like God loved. God loves me thousand times more than I could ever imagine of loving someone else and like I was reading this other day and in my quiet time and I read it and it says Jesus or God loved you with the same intensity that he loved Jesus what it says in the scripture like God gave his only son for us Jesus died on a cross because he loved us that's true love. True love is is laying down your life. True love is is God's love. God crowns you. You have a kingdom inheritance. Don't give it up by wanting a worldly one. He gave his son up for you. Not the one that is listen, maybe not the one that's polished. I can tell you that. Not the one that's recording a podcast right now. Not not me. Not the Logan that I'm talking to right now. I'm talking about the Logan that messes up very bad. The Logan that falls short all the time. The Logan that that can be really not good. Him. You. Me. We don't have to come with God, come to God polished and and ready to be presented with pleats in our pants and a nice iron shirt. God's just like, come here. And I, I want you to know that if you think that you're too far from God because you've walked away, when you take a step, God, God doesn't take a step. He takes, he's right there. And the moment, no matter if you took 15,000 steps, the moment that you turn to turn around, that you decide to turn around, He's right there. Everything disappears. He's right there. You're never too late to experience the love of God. You're never too late to turn your life around. You're never too late to give your heart back to Him. And so, um, I want to read some of these things to you because I want you to grasp who God is and the God's heart. Because this whole thing is talking about how you can't know who you are without first believing, well, knowing and believing who God says he is. And I think a lot of us know 
but I don't think a lot of us believe because we're like, can someone really love us that much? And it's like, yeah, he's God. There's no one else to compare him to. That's the reason why we struggle so much with believing it is because we can't compare it. And we struggle with not compare. Like, if we, we struggle believing things, we can't compare because we're human. Right? Because we're like, oh, these new cakes are the best ones out here. It's like, oh, what they compare to? You know what I'm saying? Or like, oh, this is the fastest runner on earth. Well, what does he compare to? What does she compare to? But God, it's like, he doesn't have a comparison. He's the end-all, be-all God. He is God. And so, I want to read some of these things to you. And I want you to, if you can, if you are at a stopping place, or like if you're not driving, I want you to close your eyes, and I just want you to just hear this. And if you are driving, keep your eyes open, please. But um, I want to read some of these things. And it is the alphabet of the Father heart of God. And Jesus wants you to know him. God wants you to know him. He wants you to love him. He wants you to enjoy him. He wants you to spend time with him. And you can have access to him right now. You don't have to wait to go to church on a Sunday or a Wednesday or turn on a sermon. You have access to him whenever you say yes to him because he lives in your heart. And so I'm going to read these. It says, my father is Abba. I'm his beloved child. My father totally and unconditionally accepts me. My father bears all my burdens because he cares. Give them to him. He cares. My father blesses me with every heavenly gift. God does not withhold anything from you. That's good. He wants to bless you. He loves you. My father is compassionate. My father gathers me in his arms and carries me all my life. When you don't think, when you don't realize how you're like, oh God, I don't even know how I'm here. I could tell you why you're there because the Lord picked you up. Most of the times when you don't feel like the Lord is walking with you, it's because you're not walking anymore. He's carrying you. My father chose me from the foundation of this world. My father crowns me with tender mercies. Tender. There's a softness to his hand. My father disciplines me with love and justice. Discipline is good parenting. It's good to discipline a child. It's good. It, it helps them learn. It helps them be safe. You can't just let a toddler run around a stove, right? You got to be like, hey, you can't do that because you're going to get burned. God does the same thing to you. My father exalts over me with joy. My father executes vengeance for me so I can rest in peace. God is already fighting the battles that keep you up at night. Go to sleep. God is already fighting the battles that you don't even know about yet. My father is father of the fatherless. Believe that. Believe that. If you need a father, believe that God can fill that void. He can. My father fights my battles for me and wins them all. God is the winner of your battles. He is the victor. And of so many victories. My father has given me an everlasting kingdom and made me his own possession. You have a kingdom inheritance. You're a royal, you have a royal priesthood. It says that in Revelations. My father has given me a spirit of love, not fear. Faith can't shrink back and go forward in fear. Don't shrink back. You stand firm. Believe that God is in you. And greater is he that is in me than is he that is in the world. God is in you. You can't fail. 
My father has given me an inheritance. My father honors me and cherishes me. My father keeps all his promises to me. My father keeps me from evil. My father knows all your needs. He knows your needs. He knows your needs. My father loves me with an everlasting love. Here it is. My father loves me with the same intensity that he loved his son, Jesus. My father leads me as a gentle shepherd. My father meets all my needs according to his riches. My father will not let nothing separate me from his love. My father will not abandon me. My father, father will not fail me. My father will never betray me. No one can pluck me out of my father's hands. Nobody, no one. I am precious in my father's sight. I am my father's own possession, his special treasure. My father gives peace. My father will present me faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. My father is perfect. My father's name is Redeemer, and he redeems my life from all my past. My father is responsible for governing my life. My father gives me rest. My father rewards me. My father is well pleased to reveal his secrets to me as his child. My father is absolutely stable. He never changes. My father set his affection on me. When I'm afraid, I can trust my father. My father took away the fear of death. My father is absolutely trustworthy. My father will vindicate me. My father only wants the highest good for me. My father is always with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for being a God that sees us. We thank you for being a God that values us. We thank you for being a God that holds us. We thank you for being a God that just meets us right where we are, Lord. We're so grateful for you. We're grateful for your love because your love is like no other. We thank you for being all worthy, Lord. We thank you for being so intentionally kind. We thank you for who you are. You are so good, God, and you fill the gaps in our lives, Lord. You fight the battles that we have, and you win them. Lord, we love you, and we are so grateful for you and for what you're doing in our lives. And it's in our mighty name we all pray. Amen. Well, guys, I'm so grateful that you took these last 30 minutes to listen. I pray that God moves in and through you this week. I pray that he shows you more of his characteristics. God wants to reveal himself to you. You just got to keep asking, keep leaning in. Inspect God to show up this week because if you inspect something, you if you expect something, then you'll expect, you'll inspect it and you'll see it. So keep leaning in, my friends. Have the best week.